Cerebral is an online mental health service that offers prescription medication, counseling, and therapy for anxiety, depression, ADHD, insomnia, and more. Cerebral is one of the few services that provides prescription medication online through a licensed provider and ships medication straight to your door. You can schedule sessions based on what's most convenient for you, and you don't have to wait weeks to be seen. And BuzzFeed Daily listeners can receive 65% off your first month of medication management and care counseling at Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed. Go to Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed for 65% off your first month. Join Cerebral today on their mission to make quality mental health care accessible and affordable for all. Have you ever felt depressed about work only to have your dad be like, why are you so down? So you told him you hate your job and he said, well, you better talk yourself out of it. And then you thought, hmm, I love to talk. I could host a podcast. And then you went to Spreaker from iHeart and started a podcast and got good at it, then monetized it, then quit your boring job, then told your dad, thanks for the advice. And he was like, well, that's not what I meant. And I don't understand what a podcast is, but you seem happy. So that's great, kiddo. You ever do that? Well, you could at Spreaker.com. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Ask your dad. You actually don't. Give us your attention. We need everything you got fast. Waiting on reparations. We be the illest podcast. Tune in every Thursday. Politics and wordplay. We fight for the people because they got us in the worst way. From the hill to Brazil, Bombay to Kanye. From the left enclave to what the neocons say. Every Thursday, cop the heady conversation. And, and break us off with some bread because we waiting, waiting on, on reparations. reparations. Listen to Waiting on Reparations on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jen Shaw from the Real Housewives franchise has been arrested on fraud charges. Lil Nas X is responding to claims his Montero video ripped off FKA twigs. And we're talking with Shelby Heinrich about sex workers sharing some of the wildest stuff they've done on the job. It's April 1st, 2021. Hey friends, I'm Casey Rackham. And I'm Stephen LaConte. Welcome to BuzzFeed Daily. Welcome, Stephen, as official co-host. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be here. I have a fancy new microphone. I'm feeling (laughs) very sophisticated right now. Oh my God, I know, because when you're a guest, you just have to use your AirPods. (laughs) And now we're like, okay, you may have an actual mic. (laughs) I know, it's very high tech over here. I'm very into it. (laughs) Okay. Also, you know, it's April 1st, but I don't like April 1st, <laughs> especially, you don't? In, especially in the year 2021. Oh no, Casey, I'm all about it. I've been doing horrible things to my family. Today. What? <laughs> Wait, really? Yes. Well, I'm all about April Fool's Day. I'm really big on pranks. I know it's kind of not the vibe right now, but I just <laughs> love doing it. Wait, tell me one of them. Okay. Well, the thing that I did this morning, which admittedly was kind of mean, but we have a family dog who is just like our little baby and he's very obsessed with chasing rabbits. And so I went over to my dad and I was like, Cosmo bolted to the bushes. He was chasing a rabbit. I can't find him. It was mean, oh but God, I only let it go on for like 10 seconds. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry. It's April Fool's Day. There's no rules. <laughs> I love this about you. Wow, what a Scorpio. Okay, so moving on, one quick thing before we get into our first story today. Last week on Tuesday's show about YouTuber David Dobrik and the allegations against him and his vlog squad, we neglected to give credit to the excellent work from the reporters at Business Insider that first brought the story to light. We regret the error because it's important to give credit to journalists who do good work. Yay, journalism. 
Yes, yay, journalism. Um, Speaking of journalism, I couldn't have asked for a better first story to start with on this show. You have no idea how excited I am. It's about one of our favorite reality shows of all time, The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Jen Shaw of the franchise has been indicted on federal fraud charges along with her assistant, Stuart Smith. According to the indictment, Shaw and Stewart were charged with, quote, conspiracy to commit wire fraud in connection with telemarketing and conspiracy to commit money laundering. The pair would market business services to vulnerable people, most of them over 55, and get them to invest money into those fake services. Fans are holding nothing back on Twitter. User Hey Jervis said, it all makes sense. All the questions about how much Coach Shaw makes, why there's no legitimate trace of Shaw Squad marketing online, where Jen Shaw gets her exorbitant wealth from, it all makes sense. Both Shaw and Smith were arrested on Tuesday. Stephen, I will never understand anyone who's done something illegal and then decides to go on a reality TV show. This is not the first time it's happened and it blows my mind. Like, do you think you're invincible? No, this is like the basic, this is like the central thesis of Bravo television shows. We had Teresa Judice uh, like years ago to go to prison for tax fraud. Right now, Erica Jane and Beverly Hills is uh, dealing with something like this with her husband. If you are getting your wealth from fraud, you have one job, and that is to not go on a television show where you flaunt that wealth. I'll never understand it. And then, but it is so funny because people genuinely want to know because on the show, Jen comes off as the wealthiest just because of this wild chalet she lives in. Like it is gorgeous. And yes, her husband is an assistant coach for a college football team, but people are like, okay, they make a lot of money, but not that much money. And she has like six assistants. So now everyone's like, okay, fraud makes more sense. (laughs) Yes. And by the way, just very quickly, that chalet, it just came out. It's not hers. She was renting it for the purposes of the show. (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay, so moving on, we're talking about Lil Nas X's Montero video again. You know, the one where he slides down a stripper pole to hell and gives the devil a lap dance, which, by the way, is my new favorite TikTok trend. Anyway, this week, fans began noticing the video was very similar to FKA Twig's music video for her song Cellophane. Both Twigs and her director tweeted out side-by-side comparisons of the video. Nas responded, saying he wasn't aware of similarities between the two and that he received a phone call from Twigs about it, writing, quote, I was not aware that the visual would serve as inspiration for those who worked on the effects of my video. FKA Twigs confirmed those calls happened on her Instagram account, thanking Nas for the, quote, gentle and honest conversations the two had about the videos, and went one step further and thanked the, quote, sex workers and strippers for providing the physical language to make both videos possible. You know, Casey, I gotta say, it's really, really rare that a music feud like this ends with me liking both of the people more. Yes. But that's what happened here. I think it's great that they handled it so well. Yeah, it is because, you know, I, I watch the videos and I definitely see the similarities and how the people working on Nas's video could be inspired by that. And what they were asking for basically is, you know, Twigs put so much heart into that. And so it's just recognition. And Nas, once he realized that was the case, was like, yes, of course. So it, it really, it is. It's so wonderful to see it. And it's so wonderful for FK Twigs to then thank the sex workers and strippers. 
Which takes us on to our interview for today. We're talking about a viral Reddit thread where sex workers are swapping stories about the wildest things they've been asked to do by a client. This was turned into a post that has since blown up on BuzzFeed.com. To talk about it, we're joined by BuzzFeed staff writer Shelby Heinrich. She wrote the piece, Sex Workers Are Sharing the Wildest Things They've Done on the Job, and it just goes to prove that sex work is real work. And before we get into it, we just want to make it clear, we're not here to kink shame anyone. Hi, Shelby. Thanks for being with us today. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. I feel like this is such a millennial rite of passage to be on a podcast. So you know what? Thank you for helping me reach this milestone in life. It absolutely is. You are officially a millennial. Yes. Um, I'm curious, how did you find this Reddit thread and come up with doing this post for BuzzFeed? So um, something that I and a lot of my fellow BuzzFeed writers like to do is we'll go on the super popular Ask Reddit thread. I feel like on there, people will ask questions that they probably wouldn't normally ask in like everyday conversations. And so because of that, you can get some really interesting like responses and feedback. And so I saw this particular thread asking sex workers to share kind of the wildest task they've ever done for money. And I immediately was like, okay, click. That sounds super interesting and fascinating. Uh, But then as I was reading, I was really kind of like taken aback in a good way by the variety of the responses and the different types of tasks involved in sex work. I mean, I firmly believe that we need to destigmatize sex work and that sex work is real work. And for me, that thread just enforced that. So I rounded up some of the ones that I thought were the most impactful and put them in a post for people to read. Yeah. One thing I loved about the thread, it felt like a really positive place for those sex workers, like a safe space for them to talk about their jobs without fear of judgment. Did it feel that way to you when you were going through the comments? It definitely did. When I was reading it, I loved how the sex workers or not the sex workers, but the responders were being so direct in um, just kind of explaining, yeah, this is what I did. To some, it was no big deal. For others, it was a lot of work, not a lot of work. Um, And yeah, it felt like they were just kind of saying what they wanted. Uh, The thread itself has over a thousand comments, or I think it's just under a thousand comments, but you know, it has the responses, but then I was kind of, I would go into and read like some people would have questions and then they would go into what they did in a little more detail. So yeah, I thought it was really in depth and really open and honest and in some ways kind of intimate, which I really, I really liked. All right, let's talk about the actual post from this Reddit thread. You know, there was such a variation in responses just because, you know, people like different things. And there are a lot of stories that I don't think most of us would associate with traditional sex work. Were you surprised by that? I was a little bit, you know, right at the jump of the post, I did say that, you know, this is not and was not intended to kink shame. Kink shaming is not okay. And I think that, you know, if a sex act is between consenting adults and it's safe, then, you know, go off, do whatever you need to do. Um, Yeah, there were a couple responses that really struck me and it really ran the gamut. I mean, there was one person whose fantasy was they wanted to pretend that they were a chicken that was about to be cooked, you know, so that was interesting. But, you know, another one was a, a client who her her partner had passed away. And so she hired a, a sex worker to just kind of lay in her lap and let him stroke her hair because that's something that she had done with her partner. And that's something that she did to kind of deal with her grief. So, you know, I think it really just goes to show that there are so many different facets of the profession. And yeah, you know, sometimes it goes beyond the physical. 
Definitely. And you know, what's interesting is because of the times we're in right now is that your piece showed that sex work is a very COVID safe profession. Many of these stories involve zero contact, right? Yeah. I mean, from what I had in the post, you know, you got people who are just buying underwear and socks for money. You've got phone sex, you've got cam work. So yeah, I think it definitely shows that sex work is a super COVID safe profession and does not have to be in person. And, you know, something also that I think really showed that outside of the post was the huge OnlyFans boom that happened in 2020, I think in a big part because of the pandemic. And, you know, that really just allowed sex work to puncture the mainstream even more because everybody was talking about OnlyFans, right? They wanted to know what it was. They wanted to know how it worked, you know, all that stuff. Although I'm sure that not everything that they were saying was positive. I think that the more that we can bring sex work to the forefront, the more we can talk about it and destigmatize it. Definitely. Shelby, we have a few more questions for you. So hang tight. We'll be right back after the break. It. We're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat burning secrets, and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. I'm John Gonzalez, the host of Sports Illustrated Weekly. Sports Illustrated has delivered the best storytelling in sports for 70 years. First in the pages of the magazine, then on SI.com, and now that tradition continues on a new podcast. Each week, we'll dive deep into the best stories from around the sports world. We'll ask the questions that we're all wondering and push for the answers we all want. Everything from investigating the Super Bowl's impact on L.A., to examining why booing is as big a part of the fan experience as cheering. Sports Illustrated Weekly is here to bring you the entertaining tales you can't get anywhere else. The kinds of stories that make you smile and laugh, clap and cry, marvel, think, and fall in love with sports all over again. Sports Illustrated Weekly is available every Wednesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe now. Welcome back. We're talking with Shelby Heinrich about some of the work that sex workers have been asked to do. Your post also emphasizes how emotional sex work can be. Can you tell us about some of the really tender posts you found? Yeah, absolutely. I definitely think that there is actually a ton of emotional labor when it comes to sex work, and I think that we should totally acknowledge that. Like I said before, there was the person whose partner had passed away who um, hired a sex worker so that they could stroke their hair. There was also someone who, I guess, paid someone to send them poetry and playlists, which so sweet. There was another one also where uh, an escort had a regular 
who he wanted her to sit in a robe with him in his home, chain smoking cigarettes, but he, he didn't want to do anything physical. And I don't even think he really wanted to talk to her. He he just wanted company. I think sometimes people really are just looking for connection and companionship. And that's a huge part of sex work too. And you, and other times it's purely physical and they just want that sexual pleasure and they want to get off and that's fine too, you know? So finally, what's the reaction been like to this BuzzFeed post? Do you feel like you may have changed some people's minds about sex work? I mean, I hope I did. Um, I don't often read the comments on the posts that I write, but for this one I did because I wanted to see what people were saying and what the reaction was. And to my surprise, a very happy surprise, it was pretty positive. You know, a lot of people were saying, thank you so much for writing this. Yes, sex work is work. We need to destigmatize it. We shouldn't be shaming the people in this profession. I mean, occasionally you got a few that weren't so positive, but for the most part, it was very supportive and very positive, which I loved to see. I thought that was amazing. So yeah, I mean, if I could even change like one person's mind with this post, that's all I ask, you know? Absolutely. Honestly, reading it, it was really eye-opening. It's a really great perspective to get on a type of work we just don't hear a lot about. Shelby, thank you so much for joining us. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much again for having me. This was really awesome. All right. That's it for today. Come back and join us tomorrow. And remember, maybe don't go on Real Housewives if your primary source of income is fraud. Be sure to subscribe to BuzzFeed Daily on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go for your sound stories. And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to come back for more of what you love about BuzzFeed coming to you daily. Where's Ralph? He's over there, hogging the hell of a good dip for his big game ritual. Oh boy. Hey, Ralph, can we get some of that, too? Yeah, yeah, soon. Almost done. First the carrot, two taps and dip. Then the celery. Ah, yes, now the chips. All dipped in creamy, hell of a good dip. Mmm, delicious. Yes, it worked! Get the dip made with real milk and cream that wins every time. Not just good, hell of a good. I'm Jake Halpern, host of Deep Cover. Our new season is about a lawyer who helped the mob run Chicago. He bribed judges and even helped a hitman walk free until one day when he started talking with the FBI and promised that he could take the mob down. I've spent the past year trying to figure out why he flipped and what he was really after. Listen to Deep Cover on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The new year is a great time to reset your relationship with your emotions. We all experience things that don't feel so good. Stuff like sadness, anxiety, burnout, and guilt. But in 2022, I want to help you look at these emotions in a new light. I'm Dr. Laurie Santos. In the new season of my podcast, The Happiness Lab, I'll show you that the path to happiness actually involves embracing your negative emotions and listening to the important things they have to say. So listen to The Happiness Lab in the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.